a logo, ACB in print and braille, American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future, 62nd Annual National Conference and Convention, General Session, Saturday, July 1st, 2023. In a large ballroom filled with rows of tables and chairs sits an audience of conference attendees. A line of people, led by a woman in a blue shirt holding a blue flag, enters the ballroom. They sit down amongst the convention audience members. We're stepping out and getting ready, all stretched out and feeling fine. Our feet are moving and walking steady with the American Council of the Blind. It be smooth sailing, excitement has it everyone. Has it everyone. Now that we're done preparing, come on and join in the fun. Oh, so much fun. We're stepping out with ACB. Put on your walking shoes, no time to talk. We're stepping out with ACB for the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Deb Cook-Lewis, ACB president, stands at the podium on the stage in the front of the ballroom. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 62nd Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. And we're welcoming you in Zoom. I want to hear them yelling, but they're all in that little space where they can't. ACB Media, Clubhouse, we have Spanish, we have captioning, we have everything, and we have a load of people right here in Schaumburg, Illinois with us. All right. So the first thing I want to do just for logistical purposes is I want to give you a little orientation to the room just in case you need to know where you are. So this room is laid out in a landscape mode and the ballroom is divided into three sections with two center aisles. The side aisles are narrow and contain lighting equipment. Please enter and exit rows by the two center aisles only, or you will be tangled up in the lighting equipment, and we will lose you. And, some, and Ray said he already was, so learn from him. There are three standing microphones in each of the center aisles at the ends of the fourth, sixth, and ninth rows counting from the back of the room. You know how they say on the airline, please find your nearest microphone, it may be behind you. The stage is centered at the front of the room, the sound equipment at the center of the back of the room. Water um, uh, dispensers are located at the back of the room immediately to the side of each bank of doors. You cannot toss water on each other, that will not be okay. <laughs> Trash cans are located at the back of the room to the side of each bank of doors. You know what to do with those. Put your trash in there. The restrooms, we're not taking any breaks this week, but if you need to take one, you can go out to the restrooms. You think I'm kidding, but I'm really not. The restrooms exit the ballroom doors and turn left into the north foyer. Exit the foyer through the glass doors and turn left. Bathrooms are on the right, so it's a left and a left and the right. Have we gotten a flag yet? We are not going to get a flag. So, 
Yes, we do. So we are unfortunately not going to have our flag um, and our American Legion friends helping us with that uh, flag raising. And I'm really sad about that, but there's, but we can do the pledge. So I would like you all to uh, stand and the flag, if it were here, was supposed, and we all think it is here, right? So it works for us, right? So the flag, yeah, the flag is at the front right. And so um, let's go ahead with our, with our pledge. Pledge allegiance to the flag. All right. Play ball, Ray says. Okay, very good. <laughs> no, you can't. Not, not, you're not standing right behind me. You can't get away with anything. Our national anthem this evening will be sung by Sharon Howerton, who is a member of the Illinois Host Committee. And she is from Chicago, Illinois. Sharon So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. O'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rocket's red Bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star spangled banner yet wave? That was absolutely beautiful and wonderful. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, just excellent. All right, and now we have greetings from our host committee, President Ray Campbell and past president Rachel Schroeder from the uh, Illinois affiliate. And uh, go ahead and come on up, Ray and Rachel, and they have something very special for us at the end of their presentation. <clears throat> All right. Good evening, ACB. The, yeah. The year was 1994. Chicago Bulls fans were wondering what the future of their team was going to be after Michael Jordan's first retirement. 
baseball was about to enter into a strike that would cancel the World Series. Zoom was something you did on the Kennedy Expressway in Chicago, <laughs> except during rush hour. COVID, we didn't know about that. All we were worried about is flu and the cold, stuff like that. And you know what else happened in 1994? It was the last year that ACB held a convention in the state of Illinois. After 29 long years, we are so happy to welcome you all back to Illinois and to the great city of Schaumburg. Uh, we hope that we, our host committee has done a ton of hard work and, uh, and worked hard to put this convention together. Uh, I'll, we'll get a chance to name them later in the week, but uh, they have worked extremely hard and, uh, and, and trying to put this together. We hope that you all have a great time while you're here. And if there's anything we can do, please let us know. We will certainly do our best to uh, make your stay the best it possibly can be. And now I'm going to turn this over to the lady that was supposed to do this three years ago, my friend and immediate past president of the Illinois Council of the Blind, Rachel Schroeder. Ray is too tall. <laughs> is everybody having a good time? Yay, ACB! Woohoo! I just want to echo what Ray said. Um, I was really hoping to do this three years ago. That we called a dress rehearsal. So we're here doing it now, and uh, ICB, Illinois Council of the Blind, and the host committee, we are so glad you're here to spend a week in the prairie state, the land of Lincoln. You know, we had to get Lincoln in there somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for being here. And we're so glad you are here. And somebody else is uh, wanting to say something here. Hello. Welcome to Schomburg. <laughs> I'm Delaney Schroeder. <laughs> All right. I'm going to turn it back over to Ray. All right. All right. I got to follow Delaney. I don't know. That's tough. Um, we, one, more, one more thing we have to play for you. We have a proclamation from the governor of our great state, J.B. Pritzker. So can we play that, please? State of Illinois Executive Department Proclamation. Whereas since 1961, the American Council of the Blind, ACB, has worked to increase the independence, security, equality of opportunity, and quality of life for all blind and visually impaired people. And whereas ACB is the chief influencer among consumer organizations of people who are blind or visually impaired, and whereas the state of Illinois is home to inventions which have greatly improved the quality of life of individuals who are blind or visually impaired, such as the white cane invented in Peoria and the hall brailer invented in Jacksonville. And whereas ACB has achieved important advocacy and legal victories through its national organization, affiliates, and local chapters, such as the recent federal court ruling that will lead to deployment of more accessible pedestrian signals in Chicago the nation's third largest city, and whereas over 700 members and friends will be gathering in Schaumburg, Illinois for ACB's 62nd Annual Conference and Convention at the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center from June 30th to July 7th, 2023, to experience new technology, discuss important advocacy issues, and meet old and new friends. 
And whereas the Illinois Council of the Blind, an affiliate of ACB, will host the conference and convention. Therefore, I, J.B. Pritzker, Governor of the State of Illinois, do hereby proclaim the week of June 30th to July 7th, 2023, as American Council of the Blind Week in Illinois, and encourage all residents to reflect on and appreciate the contributions to our greater society, which have been made by people who are blind or visually impaired. In witness, whereof, I have hereunto set my hand, and caused the great seal of the State of Illinois to be affixed. Seal of Illinois, done at the Capitol in the city of Springfield, this thirteenth day of June, in the year of our Lord, 2023, and of the State of Illinois, 205th. Alexei Giannoulias, Secretary. All right. Thank, thank you to Governor Pritzker for that, and I'll turn you back to Deb. Have a great convention, everybody. is tall uh, honestly the only person i know who uh, is is uh, so tall that i can hardly deal with it after they've been up here is uh, is uh, mr yasner from the library he he is really tall all right um so thank you yeah there yeah i think he's taller than you are actually yeah Okay. Uh, <laughs> keep quiet back there. You're distracting me. All right. So anyway, I wanted to comment that uh, we, uh, the, the Governor Pritchner's um, message was read to us by Adam, who is our new AI voice. He's one of our honorary members. You like him? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty cool. And uh, Rick manages him. Rick Morin manages him in the back back there. So I'm always a little worried about what Adam's going to start reading. <laughs> <laughs> or who he's going to start sounding like. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are now to uh, my president's report. It is short because I am short. No, because I have only been president for three months. And so, therefore, this should only take about 12 hours to uh, work through for you. But seriously, it has been a, a fascinating and fantastic ride. I have certainly enjoyed serving you the past three months. It's kind of interesting giving a report of any kind because it's kind of like a cross between a report and a campaign speech. So I'm not sure how that works, but I, I do think we have been making, continuing to make progress in ACB just despite so many different things that have been happening to us and the transition process has been really, really great. In the next year, we have lots to do. As I mentioned in the board meeting yesterday, we will be looking at our future convention processes. We have two more years of contracts for conventions, and then we have the option to maybe do things yet again somewhat differently. So we are evaluating the data that we have from the last couple of years, and we will also add the data that we receive in the future. But we'll also be talking a lot more with our members about what they value in ACB's conventions and what we can perhaps do differently. There are a lot of experiments in this, so um, we appreciate your patience and um, we will continue to move forward with all of this. As you know, we will be uh, looking during the next year to uh, hire a longer term, nothing's permanent, executive director uh, for ACB. 
And I am so grateful to be working with Dan Spoon uh, for these past months and for ever how long we'll be working together in this way. I really um, appreciate his energy, his thoughtfulness, his care for WCB, or ACBC, I don't even know where I am, uh, ACB, and, and how everything has kind of grown. But we will be in the process over the next year of filling the position on a longer-term basis uh, because Dan really wasn't planning to do this <laughs> when he came into office as president. And, uh, so, and I've been very, very clear that I'm not open for that. So, not for him, but for me, for any of us at our age. So, anyway, we will be doing that. So, we have a lot of things in our future, and I just look forward to that future in whatever capacity I will be experiencing with you it. I'm going to actually um, move right on on our agenda. We have a long agenda, and actually every day this week we have long agenda. It is kind of challenging because in our process of the way we now are doing our voting and the way we are doing some of our business processes, it makes it a little unpredictable how long anything's going to ever take. And so we also try to have a meaningful agenda for our conference and, and our general sessions. And then we have to squish it all together when our business needs more time or spread it out meaningfully if our business needs less. So you'll find that there are going to be changes throughout the week on the agenda. And uh, so those will be things that we'll let, try to let you know as we go. But right now, I want to turn uh, the meeting over to our interim executive director, Dan Spoon, for his report. And if you heard Dan and the staff yesterday at the board meeting, you should already be energized and ready to go. If you did not listen to the board meeting, we're not able to catch it with us in person because maybe you were out on that great tour or something uh, or sleeping. Uh, if you were not at the board meeting with us yesterday, it will be podcast soon. And when it is, absolutely make sure you download it from the ACB Business Podcasts and listen to it because it was really amazing. But to continue in that energy, I'm turning things over to Dan. got to go ahead and take the mic out of the stand. Hello, ACB. I, I have to tell you, I, I don't have a lot of prepared remarks tonight because I really want to speak to you from my heart. Um, four years ago, <laughs> four years ago in Rochester, with my parents listening on ACB radio, I accepted the position of ACB president. Since then, it's been four absolutely amazing years. And it's been amazing because of all of you. The strength of our organization is our members, and you all show it each and every day. We have done so much over these last four years to grow and change our organization. 
And it really, I think, has been remarkable what our board and our staff has gone through over amazingly turbulent times. Who knew that just a few months after the Rochester Convention, we'd find ourselves in the middle of a pandemic? What were we going to do? How was ACB going to move forward? We had, we had a, we came to a fork in a row. We couldn't have a convention. We couldn't do what we normally do. So what did we do? We did what people in our AC family, ACB family always do. We figured out how to get it done. And we not only did it, we did it in an amazing way. With two virtual conventions, the first one I think we had over 2,000 people register for because they have such pent-up demand to get out and socialize and get together. And we, we didn't just survive, we thrived. We really did an amazing, amazing job as an organization. And our members, our board, and our staff had so much to do with that. And I just want to share a few of those highlights. So we went from back-to-back virtual conventions and D.C. leadership conference, conferences into finally getting back together in Omaha last year with our first hybrid convention. And in that process, what did we do? We, as an organization, said everybody in this organization gets an individual right to vote, whether they're at the convention or not. And that is a principle we will never turn back over. We're all here together, and we all have an equal voice. i got to take one really personal privilege and say, the person that's been by my side through all of this is my wife, Leslie. She has been an inspiration she has been there when I needed her for a hug or a kind word. You know, you can ask Brian, you can ask Donna. It's not real easy, right, Deb? You're starting to ask Rick. It's not real easy to be the spouse of an ACB president. There's lots of calls. There's lots of uh, turmoil. There's a lot of exciting opportunities. And Leslie was there for me every step of the way. But she has her own goals in life, and, and look how the auctions have flourished over the last four years. It's been absolutely amazing. So, here we stand. Everybody now has the right to vote. If we look through what we've done, we put together a program called Traction, where we actually now set quarterly goals, yearly goals, three-year targets, and five-year plans. We actually are taking ACB and we are trying to make and create, and I think we have, an accountable, accountability culture. We now have nine steering committees for our nine key programs and services, convention, advocacy, membership services, information referral and peer support, public awareness, scholarship and awards, audio description, management and administration, and resource development. 
We've also implemented our five core values. And I think we've lived these each and every day. We hit it every time we turn around. Integrity and honesty. Our word is our bond. Respect. Being a welcoming place where we respect each other's values and opinions. We've seen this this last week. Democracy in action with the debate of our resolutions. But we do it in a respectful way, and that's the right way to do it inside of our organization. Collaboration. We've expanded the number of corporate sponsors we have, the number of agencies and alliances that we're involved in. We are truly becoming the chief influencer in the blind and low vision field. We see it each and every day. I just got back from our vendor reception where our exhibitors in our exhibit hall, several of them unsolicited, five, six of them came up to me and said, this is my favorite event I come to every year. This is my 4th of July holiday. I love being with ACB. That's us. That's how we treat people. <laughs> Flexibility. My God, do we have flexibility. We live it each and every day. And initiative. We are always coming up with a better way to do things. Sometimes too many better ways to do things, but we will get it all worked out. That's what we do. So our five core values are very important to us. We've also created a prohibited conduct policy where we're trying to make sure that we keep a safe and welcoming environment for all of our members. So look at what we've accomplished. Look what has happened in the areas of audio description. I don't know if any of you all got to listen to the virtual uh, panel discussion that Carl Richardson led, the co-chair of our audio description project last Thursday. But we had all of the major streaming services there for two and a half hours talking about their advancements in, in streaming and audio description with the American Council of Blind. Netflix, HBO Max, that's now called Max, uh, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Comcast Universal, they were all there. All there listening and learning and participating with us. Think of where we've come in that particular area. We truly are the world leader in audio description. But we've now taken that one step further with our Audio Description Awards Gala, which this year will have our third annual awards gala on November 14th, where we honor industry and, and, and providers of audio description who have made a difference with now our peop, annual People's Choice Award, Awards where you get to nominate and then select your favorite audio described film or audio described series. This, it's amazing progress. Look what we've accomplished in the area of advocacy with our imperatives. I, Clark and I talk about this all the time. 
The last half of the 20th century was really dedicated to physical access for the most part. How do we have braille signage? How do we have large print on our elevators, our doors, our signs? How do we have mobility with ramps, right? That was really the focus of the last half of the 20th century. The first half of the 21st century, it's digital accessibility. We are being left behind in the area of digital accessibility. And we are fighting that in so many fronts, whether it be healthcare, whether it be our new website and software application accessibility act, whether it be our durable medical equipment bill where we're looking for equal access with durable medical equipment. Over and over again, we are out there beating the drum for accessibility and we can't stop. We've had two meetings with the Bureau of Engraving and Printing because by God, if I can live long enough, we're gonna have accessible currency. What do we want? When do we want it? You got it. And it's going to happen. We just met with the Bureau of Printing and Engraving on June 8th. And they are on track. We are at the third and final testing phase, we hope, for the counterfeit certification requirements. The expectation is that will finish by September or October. We then have a quality uh, test that has to pass. And after that, a large batch run to make sure their equipment can manage the large, full-on production of the new $10 note with accessible tactile features. And after that, we'll be two years away from going live where they'll have to turn the, the now finished bills over to the bank equipment manufacturers so it can be tested and verified with all the ATMs and the vending machines and the high-speed money printers and all that. But right now, on record, their goal is that we will go live at the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter of 2026 with a new accessible $10 note. We're not going away. We're going to continue to meet with them. Our next meeting is scheduled for the fall, and we'll continue to have those discussions. And I believe it's going to happen. I really, really do. But we're going to not let up. We're going to keep fighting every step of the way. So I was hoping to, well, I wasn't hoping necessarily, but I was planning on being here to say thank you for four years of being your ACB president. But life has a strange way of, of, you know, different circumstances. And so our wonderful executive director, Eric Bridges, after seven amazing years, accepted an opportunity to move on to the American Foundation for the Blind. Eric is a friend, a colleague, and let's give Eric Bridges a big hip, hip, hooray. So, so I, you know, was asked by the board, and I'm happy to take on the role of our interim executive director here for the next year or so. And I have to tell you, folks, 
I had the opportunity to work to our, with our staff on almost a daily basis as ACB president. But what I've learned over these last three and a half months is what an amazing team we have in our ACB staff. They are absolutely fantastic. And I think I'm going to list them all out here because we've kind of grown. I want to make sure you guys know everybody. So in advocacy, we have Clark Rockfall, our government uh, advocacy governmental affairs director. All right, Clark. And underneath Clark, we have Swatha Nanda Kumar, who is our outreach advocacy specialist, Swatha. And one of our newer employees since last year when we had the convention is Tapitha Kinlon, who is our audio description project coordinator. And in the area of resource development, we now have a new resource development consultant, Bill Reeder. I don't know if you had a chance to meet Bill. He is a truly inspirational man. And now we have our Associate Resource Development Director, JoLynn Bailey-Page, also our grant writer. And our newest resource development employee, our resource development officer, Colby Garrison. And then in the area of uh, communications, our communications manager, Kelly Gass. And also our IT and audio, visual, and ACB media manager, Rick Morin. And our Braille Forum editor and so much more, Sharon Lovering. And our contractor for ACB Media, Larry Gassman. And also on our audio description team, we have our senior founder and consultant, Joel Snyder. And our ADP webmaster, Fred Brack. And then in the area of, I call it finance and other duties as assigned, we have our chief financial, financial officer, Nancy Marks Becker. Woo! We, we, we have our administrative assistant in the Minnesota office, Nancy Christine Fila. And I got to let you all know, just so it doesn't get any more confusing, both of their husbands, both of the Nancys are married to Dennis's. <laughs> and then we have Chris Sawyer, our ACBES thrift store manager. And we... We hope for his sake retiring this year, we have our contractor for account services, Lane Waters. And last but not least, one of our newer employees, our uh, administrative assistant in the Alexandria office, Caitlin Herrera. 
this, this is almost our whole team, but last and obviously not least, our membership services manager, Cindy Hollis. And our community events administrative assistant, Natalie Couch. This is our ACB staff. And folks, they are doing an absolutely amazing job. From communications going out from Kelly Gass at 5.30 in the morning during the convention, to Nancy Marks Becker leading the supervisor of election duties on, res on, on uh, resolution bills at 12.30 in the evening, to Clark Rackful, who I don't know how he does it. He, he can do a meeting in each ear while he's on the computer, <laughs> doing just amazing advocacy work for our organization. Uh, we've asked Clark to be our uh, manager of the Alexandria office right now, and Nancy is our manager of the Minnesota office. We, we have moved into a new facility in Alexandria, we moved uh, out of our old office into a very nice place. Uh, it's 225 Renneker Lane. It's right off of King Street in Old Town, Alexandria. Very easily, easy to navigate. It's right across from the metro station, all kinds of restaurants, offices. It's really an excellent location. They were able, honestly, in three days to pack everything up, get organized. We went down on a Tuesday and came back up on Wednesday in our new facilities with everything working, operating, full communications intact. A huge thanks to Nancy Marks Becker, Caitlin Herrera, and the entire Alexandria office team, Sharon Lovering, for pulling that off. Absolutely great work. So here we are. How do we move forward? I was so inspired the other day when I participated and listened in to the ACB Women's Sister Power Happy Hour. Melanie Sanoe and Maria Krischik were the, the young women who were telling their ACB stories. And if that doesn't make you feel good about the future of our organization. And Maria said something that really meant something to me. And she said, in ACB, in the way I live my life, is I embrace the attitude of gratitude. And I didn't ask Maria, but I said, I'm going to steal that because that is awesome. <laughs> the attitude of gratitude. And as I go through this convention and I hear the voices and I hear the friends, I hear the attitude of gratitude. So for each of us this week, please... Continue to have that attitude of gratitude that is our ACB family. Honor our core values. Honor who we are as members of this amazing organization. And I just have to say, thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to serve.
And Deb says I can't leave without saying one more time, hip, hip. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. Thank you. What? All right, we are now going to see the 2023 ACB highlight video. Against the sparkling background, the letters ACB. Below each letter is its corresponding braille cell. Year in review. Outdoors and from below, a sculpture of the Greek titan Atlas holding an orb-like representation of the heavens on his shoulders. A facade in neon, rainbow room, observation deck, NBC Studios. 2022 Audio Description Awards Gala. Presented by American Council of the Blind. Ewan McGregor. Audio description is near and dear to me for one very special reason. My mum, Carol McGregor. She's an audio describer. Audio description allows people who are blind or visually impaired to enjoy the visual imagery of the same movies that most of us take for granted via a secondary audio track that describes the action on the screen. People who are blind or visually impaired can participate in films and television broadcasts in a very fulfilling way. My mum's been working with audio description for decades, not only in cinema, but also for live theatre. She's empowered the inner visions of countless blind and partially sighted audiences. In particular, we believe that it's important that young visually impaired people be able to go to the cinema with their friends, join in the conversation and know all about the films of the day. She and I both are so supportive of the American Council of the Blind's Audio Description Project and all it does to further the field of audio description in the States and worldwide. Stevie Wonder. Good evening, everyone. Our last award tonight speaks to my own heart. Seven years ago, during the 2015th Grammy Awards, I made a very special call to action that we should all work to make sure that everything that's accessible for all people with disabilities. Since the Grammys first broadcast in 1959, performers have taken the stage year after year, painting a musical tapestry drawn by notes that would capture the rhythmic pulse of generation after generation. Their performances have been amazing spectacles of artistic beauty mixed with bold statements, but until this past year, their sights and sounds fell flat to audience members who have no sight of their own. Tonight's final Barry Award recipient moved music's greatest spectacle forward this year when it filled in that space between the notes with audio description. CBS Paramount has long shown a commitment to inclusive media through captioning and audio description, but they took the extra step this past year with the Grammy Awards. And that step means so much for those of us who know firsthand there's so much more taking place on stage than just the music. Clark Rockful. Many of our members in the, the blindness community as a whole have been getting very excited uh, this summer because as uh, a new addition to our you know, solar system and universe exploration has been unveiled, the James Webb Space Telescope, these images are coming to us with some amazing descriptions and alt text that really brings the images to life, not only for people who are blind, uh, but the 
the rest of the population as well. Even sighted people can now understand what exactly am I looking at here? Claire Blum. Basically, when I think about writing alt text, what I like to do is set the broad scene. It's like I'm painting a picture all across, you know, left to right, top to bottom. Um, what literally does this scene contain? So I want to I want to paint broad strokes, right? I'm orienting people. And then once I've oriented someone with a brief sentence, two sentences, then I can start to go into what are the areas of interest? Why are we releasing this image? What is the scientific discovery? So then I might draw attention um, to, let's say, the star that's cast off its layers of gas and dust, but pointing out that the star is this tiny white you know, blob at the center, um, and then all the layers that, you know, in one case, it looks like a butterfly, and knowing that we can say it looks like a butterfly, not necessarily because people have seen it, but they might have touched it or experienced the shape. So then they can start to build a mental model of what this scene looks like. Chantelle Zuzi. I would say um, my personal experience led to my deep desire to become involved with human rights. At my birth, I was denied basic human rights and justice. I was born an albino in a community where albinos are viewed as outcasts. And the only reason I survived was because my parents believed I had the right to leave. So I would love to bring justice back to those who are going through different situations and around the world. Hello, everyone. This is Senator Tammy Duckworth. For so many, the pandemic underscored how critically important website accessibility is. Nearly everyone at one point or another can recall a time when they relied on the Internet to, to order home goods, connect with loved ones, or to work from home. And yet too many websites and apps remain nearly impossible to use by Americans with vision disabilities. I'm proud to have worked with American Council of the Blind to introduce legislation last year that would build on the promise of the ADA and finally make websites and software applications more accessible for all users. This is Dan Spoon, the Interim Executive Director for the American Council of the Blind. And it's really wonderful to be here today to celebrate Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Clark, it really is important to our community of blind and low vision individuals. It absolutely is, Dan. We've been celebrating Global Accessibility Awareness Day for more than a decade now. And this is really a great opportunity to increase awareness, not only among our members and people who are blind and low vision, but all of you out there. Uh, raising awareness of the importance of accessibility for people with disabilities. That is what Global Accessibility Awareness Day is all about. And here we are using technology, accessible technology, Dan, to share this message with the rest of the world. Your ACB leadership team just came back from a meeting at the U.S. Treasury with the Deputy Staff Director for Janet Yellen for the U.S. Treasury and the director of the Bureau of Printing and Engraving, Len Uliar. He's been in that position for nine years. We had a meeting with him today where for the first time, whew, it's going to choke me up a little, for the first time, 
five blind people got to actually touch the raised tactile features on a real $10 note. Colby Garrison at the rally. What we need, you know you got it. All we're asking is for a little respect for the money. Just show us the money. Hey, baby. We just want to know what bills we have. We just want to know what bills we have. All we're asking is for a little respect for the money. Just show us the money. Hey, baby. A logo, ACB, in print and braille. American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future. All right, the next thing we get to do is really cool. It's tough to top the video, but I might be able to do it with our life member presentations. Ooh, this is so fun. Some of these are surprises and some are not, but I'm going to start with the first one. And I know most of these people, so that's encouraging. I feel good about that. I know this person. So the first life member this evening is presented as a gift from the Missouri Council of the Blind to Kay Malmquist. Yeah! Is Kay here? I think she is. All right. Come on up, Kay. That's great. Yeah, you want to talk to us? I just would like to thank the Missouri Council of the Blind for awarding, for, for giving me this gift. And I am really glad to be a lifetime member because I hope to contribute a lot more to ACB in the future. Thank you very much for this. Thank you so much, Missouri, and thank you, Kay, for being such a great member. It's just wonderful. All right. Are we ready for our next one? Yeah. yeah. All right. This one, this one is, being, is a gift from the Tennessee Council of the Blind to Linda Allison from Knoxville, Tennessee. And is Linda here? I'm not sure if Linda's yeah, Linda's, yep, she's coming. All right. She's in the back 40. But she's got about 200 miles to go. So while she's coming, I'll just mention that uh, life members are a great investment in our members, and, uh, and that's really cool stuff. And the other two I have are going to be real surprises, I think. She's halfway, Nancy said. We're going to just put the pressure on you, Linda. Come on, come on, come on. Go, go, go. This is what they mean by get up and get moving. Get up and get moving, Ray says. That's right. All right. Now, we don't want to give anybody a hard time. We, 
We, we want them to we want them to do good. It is a long way up here, though. <laughs> Just say. Just about here. Yay. All right. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to say thank you for Tennessee. It came as a big surprise. I've only been a member since 2012, and uh, this was uh, awarded during our last convention, so Gordon Docks uh, was uh, instrumental in it, so just to thank you. Thank you so much. That's absolutely marvelous, and what a great thing. All right. Our next uh, says surprise, so you better be surprised, right? All right. This one is a gift also from the Missouri Council of the Blind, and it is being given to Greg Hollins from Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. Is Greg here? Oh, he's yeah, there, there is. Oh, yeah, goodness. Yes, he, yes. He's, he's the sprinter of the evening. <laughs> he took the get up and get moving plan seriously. Yep. All right. Coming around the corner. And yes, Denise, uh, and they can be proud of Janelle, who did keep it very <laughs> secretive. <laughs> but uh-huh. I would, I would love to thank the Missouri Council of the Blind, and and love to thank even uh, our just a couple of moments ago uh, recipient Kay Malquist, because I understand she was pretty instrumental in making this happen. And I just, I love ACB. And I'm here for, well, I've been here for 100 years, but I'm <laughs> be here for the next 100. <laughs> Congratulations, Greg, and thank you so much, Missouri. That's wonderful. All right, I have one more to do. Before I do, because you're going to just all get so excited and loud about this when we get done with it, because I have a nice special 
uh, thing to read for it that will make you all cry. I want to remind all of the New Life members and all of the Old Life members, Old Life members, um, (laughs) uh, anyway, that the Life Member Breakfast is tomorrow morning at 7.30 in, I think it's one of those euphorias, isn't it? I can't... Utopia C, somebody told me. All right, I, I tell you, it's hard to keep track of these little rooms. Anyway, it's at 7.30 tomorrow morning, and you can now come to that and, and join in that. All right, our last um, Life Member Award, and I, and I want to read this special uh, statement about it, so hold your applause for just a sec, is going to be going to Terry Lynn Higashi Akamini. It's it's a gift from Anthony Accomini, and he says, and he says, in loving memory of your mom that showed love endlessly and in celebration of our marriage, thank you, honey, for being a loving wife, for loving God, loving others with aloha, and for loving ACB. Isn't that great? Yes! Yes, that is great. Hey, Terry, come on up. And I knew about this. I saw these guys the other day in the hall, and I, I knew about this, and I said, oh, I'll see you all later. <laughs> Well, um, aloha, everyone. I, I tried to send my representative here, but he refused. So, but, but thank you, um, first and foremost, to, um, to Anthony Akamine. Um, if you really ever get the opportunity to um, meet him, you will know that he has a deep desire and love for the people and connecting people to um, anything that... They desire, and if they have a need to be more involved in ACB, or if they become uh, scholarship winners in ACB, he he always wants to connect people to other people, and that um, that really inspires me to grow to have loved the organization as well. And thank you so much for all the the people that I get to meet and greet all the time here annually, and of course, you know, I have to. Be so thankful to my affiliate, my Hawaii affiliate. Fourteen of us came this year. I'm so happy. Yeah. And to our, our president, Art Cabanilla, and our founder, Warren Toyama. You know, they, they help us through, um, through Hawaii Association of the Blind, and they continue to build leaders. And um, I look forward. I look forward to ACB and, and helping ACB and just being a part of um, our ohana. And here in, um, they have um, a Disney movie that talks about ohana, right? So ohana means family and no one gets left behind. So just adding to that being a part of different committees and all the things that ACB does, you know, ohana means no one gets left behind, but we got to get going, we got to get moving. 
right? And, and, and my lovely husband is such a firm believer in that, you know, that people can learn, grow, and, and get moving to do such bigger and better things. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. I've got to get reorganized here. I, that was on paper, and now we go back to technology. Just a second. How do we do that? Okay. And we have to raise the mic a little bit because there is somebody here shorter than I am. <laughs> Ooh, all right. So that was just a wonderful experience for us to bring in our new life members. And, and now we're going to shift to sort of another process that we think about here in ACB, and that is our ACB Angels. And I've had the opportunity a couple of different times to uh, present an angel to the organization, and it's a really big deal. And I'm really very thankful for those who, um, who decide to uh, help uh, with angel contributions so that more of our members and friends uh, can become ACB angels. And I want to encourage you to, during the week, go out to the exhibit hall and uh, take a look at the angel wall because it is getting pretty amazing out there. So um, I really, it's an amazing program started by our uh, member Dan Dillon and, and uh, the thoughts that he had about that with the passing of his wife. And it's just gone on since then. And we have lots of angels and some of them are dogs. <laughs> and uh, that will be the case this year as well. We have 14 angels this year. Wow. So, you know, we'll have to do some angels right now. So the first thing, though, that I want to do before we um, commemorate some of our angels, and uh, Terry Lynn just mentioned one of them that we'll be commemorating tonight, and how special for her to get her life membership on the same night that we're going to be commemorating an angel from Hawaii. So I like that. But I'd like to, for us now to hear the angel song, which was uh, developed um, and uh, put together by the Sweet Adelines of Nashville, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. And, um, and it's a very fine tribute. And uh, let's start with that before we begin with our angels. Thank you. 
All right. Great. Our first angel presentation this evening is in honor of Warren Toyama. Gosh, I can't say it. Warren Toyama from Wapi. How how do you say that? Waipahu, right? Hawaii? Do that again, Terry Lynn. Waihapi? Waipapu. Okay. I'm so sorry. I these these are Yeah, Waipahu. I got it. After about eighty seven tries, I got it. Well, Warren Toyama is our first angel and we have a video about that. Let's do that. Against the sparkling background, the letters ACB, and below each its corresponding braille cell, ACB presents ACB Angel, Warren Mitsuru Toyama, April 2nd, 1936 to November 6th, 2022. Warren is a balding Asian man. He wears a brightly colored sport shirt, and several lays hang around his neck. LaDonna Seliger. My husband Bob and I traveled to Hawaii many times uh, over our 30-year marriage. We met Warren and his wife, Julie, early on and found them to be a warm and interesting couple. On on several of our visits to the islands, we enjoyed the hospitality of the Hawaii Association of the Blind, HAB, before their annual convention. I can picture Warren swinging, sitting on a table, uh, swinging his legs to music and singing along with friends. Warren and Julie founded the HAB uh, then and an affiliate of the National Federation of the Blind, NFB. Uh, early on, several state and special interest groups met in Las Vegas and talked about forming our own organization. As it turned out, all of those groups found a home with the American Council of the Blind. Warren played an important role in the new organization while making and keeping long-lasting friendships. The HAB early on at Warren's insistence developed a war chest because he knew at some point the money would be needed to fight for the rights of blind Hawaiians. When the blind of of Hawaii and HAB fought against the state to keep the vending facility at the Honolulu International Airport, the war chest came in handy. Ultimately, HAB won the battle and employed several blind Hawaiians at the facility. Warren was a very wise leader of the HAB until he stepped down and gave the reins to Philo too. Warren and Philo made an outstanding organization grow over the years. They saw how um, IDB uh, services, that's Iowa Department for the Blind, had a positive impact on lives of blind Iowans and wanted to bring 
Iowa's positive approach uh, to blind blindness to Hawaii, Hawaii, though their efforts uh, through their efforts, Ho'opono, the state agency serving the blind in Hawaii, adopted Iowa's approach and has been transformed into one of the premier agencies for the blind in the country. Philo left us first, having battled cancer, and now we mourn the loss of Warren Toriyama. It is my hope HAB will thrive and grow from the knowledge and wisdom Warren promoted. Aloha, Warren. You will be missed by many who knew you and loved you. A logo, ACB, in print and braille. American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future. All right. Our next uh, ACB angel is Camille Caffarelli, and she is from Illinois here, so it is very, very fitting that we uh, make, are able to make her an angel while we're here in Schaumburg. So let's watch that video. Against the sparkling background, the letters ACB, and below each its corresponding Braille cell, ACB presents ACB Angel. Camille Ann Caffarelli, June 23, 1946 to May 29, 2020. Camille, a white woman with short white hair, sits at a table reading a Braille page. Kevin Myers. Camille Ann Caffarelli, founder and executive director of Horizons for the Blind, passed away at her home on May 29, 2020 after a long and courageous battle with cancer. Camille had a passion for life, and that was exemplified in her dedication and commitment to friends and family. The adversities that confronted her in life sculpted her to become the incredible champion for those individuals that shared her same challenges. The accomplishments that Camille achieved are a testament to the incredible person that she was. Blind since birth, Camille realized, even as a child, that experiencing life through the cultural arts should not be limited to those who view them in traditional ways. After her first husband died of a brain tumor in 1975, she became the sole provider for her family of three young boys. In 1977, she started Horizons for the Blind out of the basement of her Chicago home. Her first project was with the Chicago Botanic Gardens, where she helped create tactile exhibits, maps, and braille signage for their nature trails. This was followed by more projects with the Shedd Aquarium, Brookfield Zoo, and the Chicago Field Museum. Horizons really began to flourish when she received inquiries from utilities and other companies about making billing statements accessible to their customers who are blind or visually impaired. Today, Horizons is a leading provider of alternative billing and financial statements in Braille, large print, and audio formats. Camille believed that people with vision impairment should have the same rights as sighted consumers to read this information without assistance. This is not only an issue of accessibility, but also of privacy, independence, and self-reliance. Throughout her career, Camille has been committed to partnering with national and state organizations which support the needs and interests of people who are blind or visually impaired. 
She has been honored by numerous groups, such as the Lions International, Chicago JCs, City of Chicago Honor Roll of Handicapped Chicagoans, and the recipient of the Impressa Award from the Women's Division of the Joint Civic Committee of Italian Americans. She also served as chair of the Advisory Committee of the Illinois Talking Books and Braille Services. She was state chair for the Blind Services Planning Council for Illinois and chair of the Crafts and Hobbies Committee of the Braille Authority of North America. She also received American Council of the Blind's George Card Award in 2020, given to an individual who has dedicated his or her life to the work with and for people who are blind, making a real difference in improving quality of life for providing leadership and being a positive role model. Camille never let any physical disabilities deter her from living life to the fullest. She once said, you are what everyone else is. Just because you can't see doesn't mean can't interact and do the things everyone else does. A logo, ACB in print and braille, American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future. That's really great, and I know that uh, some of you are going to be going on the Horizons tour this week, I believe. All right, next we have Billie Jean Keith from Ridgeland, Mississippi, and uh, so go ahead on that one, please. Against the sparkling background, the letters ACB, and below each its corresponding Braille cell, ACB presents ACB Angel. Billie Jean Keith, July 24, 1938 to September 27, 2021. Billie Jean, a white woman with shoulder-length blonde hair, stands at a podium and microphone. John McCann. I'm privileged to come before you today to share my memories of Billie Jean Keith as we honor her as an ACB angel. Billie Jean Keith was born in Winona, Mississippi in 1938. She was born with a progressive eye disease, but still retained a sufficient degree of usable vision throughout most of her life. So much so, in fact, that in her early 20s, she was hired as a hostess at the Playboy Bunny Club, uh, an activity that she actually shared with us in an article in the Braille Forum. In either the late 60s or early 70s, Billie Jean moved to the UK, married her first husband, Roger Hill, and adopted two children, Thomas and Caroline. In the early 80s, she relocated back to Mississippi, Jackson specifically, to serve as the executive director of Mississippi's radio reading service. I first met Billie Jean Hill in the spring of 1985 when I was doing a lot of traveling as the director of what was then the Affiliated Leadership League of and for the Blind of America. The first time I met her was in Jackson at a series of National Industries for the Blind meetings, and then saw her again only two weeks later in New Orleans at the annual conference of the Association of Radio Reading Services. In 1987, Billie Jean Keith relocated to Northern Virginia to pursue her relationship with Raymond Bud Keith, whom she married in 1996. His relocation greatly facilitated her extensive involvement with ACB, both at the local and national levels. At the national level, she served as an appointed member 
of the Board of Publications from 1991 to 1995, wrote the Here and There column in the Braille Forum from 2000 to 2003, became an ACB Life member in 2002, and served on the ACB Board of Directors from 2004 to 2012. For a time, she shared the staff development position in the national office with Barbara Hayes, and that began began in 1998. She was a fixture on the board of directors of the Nova Council of the Blind, that being the local chapter of what was in the Old Dominion Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, now ACB of Virginia. She was a fixture on that board for many years until Bud's passing and her deterioration, the deteriorating health compelled her to uh, return to Mississippi to be near her children and grandchildren. Outside of her ACB activities, Billie Jean Keith always aspired to be a writer, and she ultimately managed to achieve this goal with her self-published, autobiographically-based novel, A Kiss for a Yankee Dime. I'll always remember Billie Jean as a kind, compassionate, thoughtful, and classy lady. ACB is a richer organization for having had the benefit of her services for so many years. Both Emily and I are privileged to have had her in our close circle of friends during our years in Northern Virginia. A logo, ACB, in print and braille, American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future. I believe we're going to have to hunt up that uh, braille forum article for those of us like me who don't remember that one. (laughs) That's great. All right. Thank you all. We will be back later in the week with uh, some more angels to share with you. But uh, this is a very special time in our organization. And thank you for that commemoration. And now we've got some more special times. Wow. So we go, we go from uh, people who are New Life members to uh, new angels to uh, first timers at an ACB convention. And every year, yeah, every year ACB takes applications for uh, individuals who have been serving at their local level uh, who can become uh, first-timers to ACB, and uh, that's a wonderful opportunity. And many uh, affiliates also provide support for first-timers to come to ACB, so I salute that as well. But to introduce our first-timers this evening and to hear a word or two from them, we have Kenneth Simeon Sr. from Beaumont, Texas, who is the chair of the Durward K. McDaniel Fund, and he will be uh, addressing us now about the first-timers. Thanks, Deb. Good evening, ACB. We have one more time to celebrate DKM first-timers in honor of Derrick K. McDaniel. This is our 27th year of presenting the DKM first-timers award. Before we recognize our class of 2023, I would like to recognize uh, and allow her to say a few words to you. Uh, She's a DKM first-timer from 2020, and she was not able to be here with us last year doing convention, and she's here now. I'd like to introduce you to you, Sarah Freeman-Smith of Houston, Texas. Microphone. 
Good evening, everyone. I just want to, first of all, just say how thankful and honored that I am able to be present here again, here for the first time, because in 2020, I was thrilled beyond belief, but this has taken me over the moon and back, because now I not only can be present and meet and learn and grow, but I am looking forward to continuing to make uh, a contribution and make others aware in utilizing all of my leadership skills, both in ACB of Texas as well as, AC, as well as Houston Council of the Blind. And I am, again, very, very grateful and indeed blessed to be here. Thank you so much for this privilege. Okay, now we will begin recognizing the class of 2023. And prior to bringing them up to the microphone, we have an audio introduction. And we'll begin with our first recipient for 2023. DKM First Timers Award. While honoring the legacy of ACB's founding father, Durward K. McDaniel, since 1996, the Durward K. McDaniel DKM Fund Committee seeks to identify and honor two ACB members on an annual basis who demonstrate leadership potential with the DKM First Timers Award, one from east and one from west of the Mississippi River. To be considered for the award, interested members must be age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, a member in good standing, current on membership dues, never attended an in-person ACB conference and convention, agree to attend the entire convention, participate in daily general sessions and designated leadership-related sessions. Applicants also undergo a 30-minute interview with members of the DKM committee. To apply for this award, applicants must submit an online application and have their state or special interest affiliate president submit a letter of recommendation by the announced deadline. Recipients are selected in late April and are recognized during the opening general session of the ACB conference and convention. Recipients receive amenities, such as complimentary registration fee, travel expenses, lodging, double occupancy, tickets to attend the DKM first-timers reception, ACB banquet, other special events, and a stipend for incidentals. Presenting the class of 2023 DKM first-timers, Hema Sinaceros of El Paso, Texas, represents the West as a 2023 DKM first-timer. She serves as Secretary of El Paso Council of the Blind and is extremely grateful for the life-changing blindness skills she has obtained. Hema enthusiastically teaches Braille to others in her chapter. Hema acquired certification as a medical interpreter from the University of Texas at El Paso. Her successes have provided hope and courage to dream. Her goal is to convey to others the power of overcoming that she has experienced. Let them know that the world does not end with sight loss. Life is still beautiful, and seeing it differently makes all the difference. She plans to earn a degree that will enable her to serve people with disabilities and make a positive impact. Ladies and gentlemen, Hema Sinaceros.
Good night, everybody. Uh, I'm Gemma, and I'm so glad to be here. I want to take a, thank ACB. Um, I now feel more closer to many of you by bumping into each other on this big place. So, Kelly. thank you, everybody, and thank you, ACB. John A. Miller of Columbus, Ohio, represents the East as a 2023 DKM first-timer. She joined the ACB of Ohio affiliate as a college student while at Wright State University. She then stepped away for a while and has recently returned and is currently an active, involved, and engaged member. She serves on the statewide legislative committee and has participated in the virtual and in-person D.C. Leadership Conference as she represented her affiliate at legislative meetings with congressional officials. John A. is the current president of the Columbus, Ohio chapter, the largest in the state. She loves music and the arts and has sung both professionally and non-professionally. She is also actively involved in a variety of disability inclusion-related organizations. John A. is eager to grow and reach her leadership potential. Ladies and gentlemen, Janae Miller. I'm glad Kenneth said it right because the thing said it wrong. (laughs) Well, I want to thank ACB. For this award, DKM, Derwin K. McDaniels, thanks to ACB Ohio, to our Ohio president, Katie Frederick, for sponsoring me for this. I'm hoping to make everybody proud within ACB and everybody in Ohio proud. So thank you all again for this wonderful award. That's very exciting. Whoa, this is loud when you get right in front of it. I'm sorry. It's, it's, there's a space where it's fine, and then there's a place where it's not. <laughs> it's hard to find it. I'm sorry. All right. That's great, though, and, I, and it's so exciting to have our first-timers, and it's so exciting to have so many first-timers in, in the organization in general. In fact, if you're here as a first-timer, we'd like to have you do a shout-out. I know there are some. There we go. Okay. And then the rest of you can do a shout out back to them. Woo! All right. We still outnumber them, but not by much. Thank you. That's what I wanted. All right. Excellent. Now we come to one of my favorite parts of the program, the J.P. Morgan Chase Fellows, um, which uh, Dan will be introducing, and they're behind me here. And I started my um, real leadership career in ACB as a J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow. I was in the first class in 2016. So I highly recommend this program. I certainly had had some uh, involvement in ACB at the committee level, and it certainly held leadership positions at the local level because that's part of what's expected for people who become uh, Chase Fellows. 
but the opportunities that uh, being a Chase Fellow gave me in this organization have been very endless and many, and some of the challenges, too, <laughs> very endless and many. But it is um, with great pride that I, I thank J.P. Morgan Chase for helping us to have this program and for making it possible for us to use it as one of our leadership development tools. And so now I, to introduce our J.P. Morgan Chase Fellows, I bring back Dan Spoon. All right, everybody. We started this J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow program several years ago, and it has made an amazing difference in our organization. Even to my left right here, right now, in the first class of J.P. Morgan Chase Fellows was Deb Cook-Lewis, is now your interim president. We have members of our ACB Board of Directors that were J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow winners. We have members of our ACB Board of Publications that were J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow winners. We have numerous ACB affiliate presidents that were J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow winners. This program has truly transformed our organization. And I am so excited to introduce Kenneth to let you know about our J.P. Morgan Chase Fellows Class of 2023. Let's give him a big round of applause. Okay, once again, we want to begin with recognizing one of our former recipients who did not uh, get to come to an in-person convention until this year, and now I introduce you to Sajra Kerala, class of 2020. Aloha. Hi, everyone. Um, even though I live in Ohio, I'm a member of the Hawaii Association of the Blind. That's why the aloha. <laughs> Thank you to the DKM committee for this recognition and for this award. I really appreciate it. And I want to give a special shout out to our executive director, Mr. Dan Spoon, for encouraging me to apply for this award. And I'm extremely grateful and happy to have gotten this recognition. Thank you so much. Okay, we have one more person I want to just acknowledge. She's uh, participating virtually because she couldn't make it here in person once again. And her name is Becky Dunkerson. She's a J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow of Class of 2021. Thank you. Now we will proceed with our audio introductions we'll have an overview of the J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award. ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award Overview Since 2016, the Durward K. McDaniel Fund Committee, DKM, seeks to identify and honor five ACB members 
who demonstrate leadership potential, with the ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award on an annual basis, provided that funding is granted. To be considered for the award, interested members must be age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, a member in good standing, current on membership dues, agree to attend the entire convention, participate in daily general sessions and designated leadership-related sessions. Applicants also undergo a 30-minute interview with members of the DKM committee. To apply for the ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award, applicants must submit an online application and have their state or special interest affiliate president submit a letter of recommendation by the announced deadline. Recipients are selected in late April and are recognized during the annual opening general session of the ACB Conference and Convention. Recipients receive such amenities as complimentary registration fee, travel expenses, lodging, double occupancy, a meet and greet, leadership fellows reception, and tickets to attend the ACB banquet, other special events, and a stipend for incidentals. Presenting the class of 2023 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. Liz Botner of Washington, D.C. is a certified blindness rehabilitation professional and currently works as an assistive technology specialist at the National Library Service Library of Congress. Her volunteer work consists of serving as a remote assistive technology instructor with the Washington, D.C. Talking Book and Braille Library and as vice president of the Penny Forward Board of Directors. Liz is a member of ACB of Maryland via the National Capital Area Chapter. She currently serves on the Pedestrian Environment Access Committee, the Section 508 Audio Description Subcommittee, and is a trained ACB Community Zoom host. Additionally, Liz is Vice President of the Government Employees Special Interest Affiliate and a board member of Guide Dog Users Incorporated, GDUI. Her hobbies include reading, traveling, running, and playing blind ice hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Botner. I stand before all of you deeply grateful, honored, and humbled. I also would, I would like to thank J.P. Morgan Chase for believing in the, powerful, in the power of leadership. I would also like to thank those in my personal circle who have been and continue to be there for me in helping me achieve my aspirations, be they known or yet unrealized. Having said that, this award is bigger than me. This award is about every single one of us and the talents skills, and abilities that we can bring to the table. If you're listening and wondering, if you're listening and thinking, I don't have anything to give, and or what can I give? Yes, you absolutely do have something to give, and if you need help figuring out what that is, just ask. You're worth it. Thank you.
Let's proceed. Cheryl Cummings of Seattle, Washington, is currently employed by the Lighthouse for the Blind as the Workforce Development Manager. She holds memberships in Bay State Council of the Blind and Washington Council of the Blind. Cheryl is a champion for greater access for people who are blind. While attending Princeton University, she acquired a BA in international relations, then continued on to receive a Master's of Law and Diplomacy from the Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy at Tufts University. Within ACB, Cheryl serves on the Board of Publications, Chair of the Multicultural Affairs Committee, a key member of the ACB mentoring team, and more. She has a love for books, the arts, politics, and the local community. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Cummings. Um, good evening to everyone. And I just want to say thank you to uh, J.P. Morgan Chase for this opportunity. And thank you to... Um, David Kingsbury, my president of the Bay State Council of the Blind, and to Julie Brenner, my new president of the Washington Council of the Blind, for both supporting me and encouraging me to take this opportunity. I am so excited to have been given this chance because it gives me the uh, access to information and knowledge, which I promise you I'm, I plan to use certainly in my employment situation, but absolutely to continue my work here as part of ACB. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Let's proceed. Terry Turlau from Louisville, Kentucky, obtained bachelor's degrees in English and psychology and a Ph.D. in counseling psychology. She has been a licensed psychologist in Kentucky for more than 30 years. She worked in mental health, university counseling centers, and private practice before joining the American Printing House as a product developer. Terry is a longtime member of Guide Dog Users, Incorporated and is a lifetime member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. She serves as KCB First Vice President, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana President, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Secretary, and Chair of KCB's Scholarship and Tech Grant Committee. Terry loves language and is an avid reader of science fiction and mysteries. She enjoys singing, playing guitar, writing, sharing her poetry and short stories. Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Turlow. Thank you very much. I am deeply, deeply honored to have been selected by ACB as a J.C. Morgan Chase Fellow. The leadership skills that I anticipate learning that I've already learned today and that I will learn throughout the week will make me better able to serve this wonderful organization and better able to connect with those 
with whom I'm working in ACB. We are all part of the same ocean. We are all drops in the same pool. And the more each drop grows, the more we bring to all the other drops in the ocean. And that's what I want to do with this award. Thank you so very much. And when you hear me coughing, I am not contagious. It's asthma, not a germ. Thank you. Milena Vanderwall of Caledonia, Michigan, is a graduate of Grand Rapids Community College with an associate in arts degree. She moved forward with an educational aspiration to acquire a degree to become a teacher of the visually impaired from Eastern Michigan University. Milena volunteers in her local community supporting advocacy efforts for improved transportation. She is an active member in her chapter, Visually Impaired Persons for Progress, VIPP, where she served as president. Within Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, she serves on multiple committees, is co-editor of the affiliate newsletter, and serves as secretary. Additionally, Milena is a supporting member of ACB Next Generation and serves on the ACB Ohio Board of Directors. She enjoys spending time with family and friends, singing, and learning about technology. Ladies and gentlemen, Malena Vanderwall. Thank you, ACB. Thank you, J.P. Morgan Chase, for this honor and award. I'm very blessed and honored to have been chosen as a J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow recipient this year. As most of my friends know, the last few years have not always been uh, easy, and I meant to do this a few years ago. But um, anyway, uh, 2023 was my year to go for it. Thank, um, thank you to my president uh, for the, from the Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, Casey Dutmer, for supporting me, all my other friends within MCBVI, ACB Ohio, ACB Next Generation. Thank you all so much. Benjamin Wright resides in Henderson, Kentucky with his family. His bachelor's degree is in family services from Eastern Illinois University. Ben's employment career spans from work with the American Printing House, APH, the Kentucky School for the Blind, and Deaconess Hospital. As a member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB, and other affiliates since 2014, Benjamin presently serves as a director on the KCB Board of Directors. As a founding member of the KCB Next Generation Chapter, he has served as secretary and president. Future aspirations are to serve on an ACB advocacy committee, and due to his love for the performing arts, he is also interested in assisting the audio description project. Ben enjoys singing, spending time with his family, and volunteering with his church in his community. Ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Wright. Good evening, good evening, everybody. I think I found a sweet spot in this microphone. 
<laughs> I am truly, deeply humbled and honored to um, be standing before you tonight to receive this award in my home state of Illinois. There's a number of folks I'd like to thank, but if I did that, I'd be here up, up here all night, and I'm sure there's things you all want to do for the con- through the convention. But most of all, I'd like to thank J.P. Morgan Chase and the ACB um, Fund, Derwood K. McDaniel Fund Committee, and I'd also like to thank my my affiliate president Matt Selm and all the leadership that people like Carla Rushville and Matt and Amanda and all of our folks in Kentucky have taught me in the many years that I've been involved in GLCB and KCB and Next Generation. So thank you all very much. Okay, those are all of our recipients for 2023. And I would like to just acknowledge our Derrick K. Daniel Fund Committee. We have Sheila Young, Amanda Selm, Zelda Gebhardt, Anthony Akamine, Betsy Grinovich, Melanie Sonohui. And we have Kelly Gask as our uh, staff liaison, and Kelly, Kelly is so great to work with. Thank you all. Have a great night. All right, that was wonderful. I have to tell a little story on Benjamin Wright, but before I do, before I do, I need to ask all of the uh, delegates, either the delegate or the alternate, whichever your state and or, and or affiliate has determined will be representing you this evening, to please report to the delegates room so that we can have the roll call. So you need to go now. And, and if you're not there, by the time I get done with my tiny story, you're late. All right, now, so, so Dan and I divide calling the uh, Chase Leadership Fellows and congratulating them. And I had the privilege of calling uh, Benjamin and congratulating him. And he gave out a big whoop, which was all excellent, you know, and I probably wouldn't be telling you about that, except that he was standing in the middle of Walmart. So I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty fun. So, <laughs> all hey, right. Deb, Deb, after that last announcement, a lot of people are leaving the room. Yeah. I'm not sure that people realize it's only the virtual only delegates. The, only the virtual delegates. If you are... Yeah, right. Well, some people want to... Yeah, I'm usually cold by this time, and I usually sneak off to my room for the roll call. And I'm trying to figure out if I can do that this year. <laughs> Apparently not. No, if you are a virtual delegate, the rest of you don't have any delegate room. It's in here. So if, if you, you, you better stay. Yeah. And we're not taking a break. In fact, it's time for the nominating committee report. And that will be given to us by Brian Charlson. And then I think it says that we have the credential report after that, but that's not correct because we can't have the credential report till we have the roll call and good of Ralph to help us figure that out because we were trying to translate, you know, our previous conventions to this convention, and we just messed it up a little. So um, Brian will uh, provide for us 
our, um, our nominating committee report, and then uh, Denise Colley will join us for the uh, roll call. So, Brian? Up goes the microphone. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's been an interesting year all around, don't you think? We've set a number of records here and there, and I want to tell you about a record that your nominating committee set. On the evening of the 19th of June, roughly 57 delegates came together in one Zoom room, and none of them had their mics turned off. It was all open. But I'm telling you, they learned. They were very, very polite to one another. Um, they were ready to get the job done. They came prepared. And during the course of our meeting, we ended up putting together the following slate. I want you members to thank your representatives to this committee. Uh, there's too many for me to name right now. But if you get a chance, please thank your representative to our national nominating committee. Our slate selected in 30 minutes. That is a record, ladies and gentlemen. That is an absolute record. I was chair of this committee last year, and trust me, we dreamed that 30 minutes would happen. So, our slate consists of, for the Office of President of the American Council of the Blind, Deb Cook Lewis of Washington State, retired. For first Vice President, friend of mine, David Trott of Talladega, Alabama, again, retired. For second Vice President, running for re-election, Ray Campbell of Springfield, Illinois. For Secretary, Denise Colley of I got to get this of Texas now. I just think of her as a, a Washington girl, though, you know. Nonetheless, she's from Texas now, and she also is retired. Richmond, that's right, Richmond, Texas. And for the office of treasurer, Mr. Michael Garrett of Missouri City, Texas. See, all these people are similar to me. They're retired, you know? Um, I want to tell you one last thing about this committee's report, and that is we can only select individuals for offices that hey, will be vacant. This this is a Zoom Do not assume that these will be the only offices we elect, because maybe one of the people who get elected on this slate will leave an opening elsewhere or other activities such as that. Make sure your delegate is here because all votes for office are record votes. 
You get your individual vote, and your affiliate gets their votes as well. That completes my report, Madam President. Well, interim president. And I'll pass it back to you. Now, Brian is my delegate. Um, I know he's going to speak, so I do I need to be a Ladies and gentlemen, if you could please mute your Zoom mics, that would be wonderful. Yeah, in the in the delegate room, we need you to all mute, please. Okay, great. Now, thank you very much, Brian, for that. And we will now turn the meeting over to Denise Colley. And Denise Colley, our secretary, will call the affiliate roll. And, and she will, um, it, muted guys, and she will, and she will um, e explain to you what, what we're doing, how we're to do it. This is pretty much as we did last year, but um, we um, actually have created a really cool situation for our remote delegates, so I'm really, really pleased and Thank to uh, Rick Morin and his crew for their very clever work on this one. All right, so Denise, um, let's have the roll call. All right, thanks, Deb. Can everybody hear me? All right. I hope everybody in the Zoom room can hear me. <laughs> All right. I am going to start with the roll call. I first need to let you know that there are four affiliates we will not be calling they are Colorado, New Mexico, Wyoming, and visually impaired veterans because they did not have enough votes to make a vote. <laughs> and um, as I go through the uh, roll call, please, um, when you come up to give me your information, all I need is your delegate and your alternate just so that I can make sure my information matches yours, and if your affiliate is making any contribution to any um, AC program. And I will try to call um, approximately five states at a time so that you can um, start making your way to a microphone if you're in person or to unmuting your, um, your Zoom. And please, as soon as you're done, please mute again. So the first states I will call are Alabama. My thing is moving. Second. Hold on just a second, guys. Um, okay. Alabama through California. Okay. Alabama, three votes. Good evening. Michael Talley here from Alabama. I am the delegate. And our alternate is Donovan by tail. Thank you. Arizona, two votes. Good evening. This is Melanie Sanoe. I'm our delegate, and Kayla Allen is our alternate. Thank you. Arkansas, two votes. Good evening, ACB. This is Rita Reese Whiting from Arkansas. I will be our delegate. Our alternate delegate is Teresa Petrie. Thank you. Okay, and then can Connecticut through Hawaii be getting yourselves ready? California, 20 votes. Okay. 
California. Okay. Folks, the mics are in the front of the room, you know, in the rows in the front of the room, okay, on each side. Thank you. Good evening. This is Steve Bauer, uh, California Council of the Blind. I am the alternate delegate. Our president, Gabe Griffith, is serving as the delegate. Thank you. Connecticut, one vote. Delaware? Are we sure that it's up? Yeah. Denise, I just want to do a quick sound check on the delegate room. Can right. someone in the delegate room open up their microphone and just say hello to us, so please? We can hello. hear we can hello. hear everybody. And Harry Tom Frank from sure. Vermont. It's it's not real loud. And Vermont, you got it? Yeah. Okay, thank you. We can't hear anybody in if you're here in person, you will get to a mic. All right, so we'll try Delamere a little later. D.C. Council by votes. Oh, I right. I skipped Delaware is what I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Connecticut didn't respond. Connecticut didn't, we didn't get a response. Delaware won votes. Delaware? Okay, we'll move on. D.C. Council, five votes. Reverend Ray Razor, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Okay, uh, uh, Reverend Ray Razor, president, is the delegate. Uh, treasurer is Renee Sewell Razor, alternate. Thank you. Thank you. Florida, 19 votes. This is Sheila Young, Florida. I am the delegate. The alternate is Mikey Wiseman. Wiseman, not Wiseman. <laughs> um, brother, it's late. Um, I, uh, we are donating $500 to ACB Media 
we have donated $600 to the Braille Forum by purchasing 12 tickets. We have also donated two $25 cash door prizes, and we are very proud to be the host state for next year's national convention, so we can't wait. And if um, Illinois through North Carolina could be getting two mics and opening your mics. Georgia, five votes. Marsha Farah is the delegate, and Phil Jones is the alternate delegate. Thank you. Hawaii, 13 votes. Hawaii, Art Kapanilla is the delegate, Natalie Barrett is the alternate delegate, and in true Excuse form, me. Hawaii would like to pledge $1,000 to the Jejo Fund, $1,000 to ACB Radio, $1,000 to the DKM Fund, 500 to ACB Radio, and 500 to students. And I misspoke. I really let, uh, let Hawaii really grow. It's actually three votes. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They did. <laughs> they paid for them. Illinois, three votes. It's only appropriate, Denise, that you spoke that in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I know. <laughs> Good evening, ACB. From the Illinois Council of the Blind, I, Ray Campbell, am the president. I am your delegate. Our alternate delegate is Marla Chorney, C-H-O-R-N-E-Y. Thank you. Indiana, four votes. This is Rita Kirsch. I'm president of ACB of Indiana, and I will be the delegate, and our alternate delegate will be D. Ann Hart. Thank you. Iowa, three votes. Uh, Iowa. My name is Don Worth. I'm the vice president of the Iowa Council United Blind. I will be the delegate. Mo Carpenter will be our alternate. Thank you. Kansas, three votes. Kansas. Hey, Kentucky, 13 votes. All right, uh, on behalf of Kentucky, Debbie Persons will serve as our delegate. Terry Turlaw will serve as the alternate. And... Um, I would like to welcome our 23 members who are here in person at the convention. Wow. And I would also like to congratulate our two J.P. Morgan Chase winners. Bluegrass Council, four votes. 
Bluegrass Council of the Blind. I'm Adam Rushable, the delegate, and our alternate delegate is David Cox. Thank you. Louisiana, two votes. Good evening, Madam Secretary. I'm Teresa Curry. I am the delegate, and my husband, Pierre Curry, is our alternate. You guys do that so well. <laughs> I Thank love getting you. to talk to these guys every year. It's really fun. Maine, two votes. Good evening, ACB. This is Linda Porrell, serving as delegate for ACB of Maine, and our alternate is Joel McQuaid. Thank you. Maryland, three votes. Maryland. Stand by, Madam Chairman. All right. Hi, uh, this is Patsy Harlan. I am the alternate delegate. Our president, state president, uh, Sandra Sermons, is a delegate. Thank you. All right. I forgot how far I was going to go. So um, we'll be Bay State through, well, I said uh, through New Jersey. Okay. Hold on. Bay State, eight votes. I am Brian Charlson. I will be functioning as our delegate, and our alternate delegate is Sharon Strakowski. Thank you. Michigan, five votes. Okay. Um, I'm Kristen Kelling, and I am serving as Michigan's delegate, and Lucy Edmonds is the alternate delegate. Thank you. Minnesota, three votes. I am Patty Slobby, serving as the delegate. Nikki Schlunder is our alternate. ACB of Minnesota is donating $1,000 to the James R. Olson Memorial Scholarship Fund. I love it. Mississippi, three votes. Mississippi, this is Ralph Smitherman. I'll be serving as delegate. And Kenneth Reed will be serving as alternate by Zoom. Thank you. Missouri, 18 votes. Good evening, ACB. This is Naomi Sewell, and I am the delegate for Missouri. And Chip Haley will be the alternate, and he will be on Zoom. Thank you. Nebraska, one vote. Good evening. Becky Dunkerson, delegate. Carol DeBlasco. Um, alternate. Thank you. Nevada, two votes. No, I have not moved. I am the <laughs> delegate for Nevada, Donna Seliger. There is no alternate. Donna's delegate alternate and everything else. <laughs> New Jersey, three votes. 
Good evening, everyone. My name is Wanda Williford. I am president of the New Jersey Council of the Blind. I am the delegate, and Ruth Williams is our alternate. Thank you. If North Dakota through South Dakota, yeah, I like that. North Dakota <laughs> through South Dakota can be making their way to microphones or opening up their New New York 8 votes. Hello from the glorious Empire States. My name is Carrie Regan. I will be serving as your delegates. You don't need to. <laughs> and uh, the, the illustrious Jean Man will be our alternate delegate. <laughs> She's too cheerful this late at night. <laughs> New York must have some extra energy or something. Right. <laughs> North Carolina, three votes. Hi, my name is Sandy Owens, and I am serving as delegate uh, for North Carolina with no alternate. <laughs> okay, thank you. She's it. North Dakota, seven votes. Gerald Byron from North Dakota, delegate. Ellen Peterson is the alternate. And North Dakota is donating $500 to the Braille form and two-door prices. Ooh, all right. Thank you. Ohio, seven votes. Our delegate is J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow, Melina Vanderwall. And our alternate is Karen Spry. Thank you. Oklahoma, 17 votes. Hi, this is Kay Love from the Sooner State, and I will serve as the delegate, and Jay Doudna will be the alternate delegate. Thank you. Oregon, four votes. I'm Tyann Wilmeth. I am the delegate, and the alternate is Leonard Kokel over Zoom. I'm sorry, the alternate is who? Leonard Kokel. Okay, thank you. Okay, and then the rest of the states, Tennessee through Wisconsin, I guess it is. Uh, where am I? Pennsylvania. Eight votes. This is Chris Hunsinger. I'm the president of Pennsylvania Council of the Blind, and my I'm the delegate, and the alternate is Kathy Long. Thank you. South Dakota, three votes. This is Lorraine Olson. I'm president of South Dakota Association of the Blind. I am the delegate, and Shelly Hart is our alternate. We are donating $50 to the ACB Braille Forum raffle and $500 to the ACB Angels program in memory of Del Delbert Amon, one of ACB's founders. Tennessee, six votes. Tennessee. The delegate is Robert Spangler. <clears throat> Alternate is Linda Allison. And I'm going to have her announce the awards we're doing. Yeah. Um, we have three donations. $100 to the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk, 100 to the DKM, and 100 to the Braille Forum. 
Thank you. Texas, 11 votes. <laughs> if we can find Texas. Yes, Texas. Okay. I'm Michael Garrett, the alternate delegate. Our delegate will be our president, Chris Prentice. And Texas is donating $500, 250 for the purchase of five Braille Forum tickets and 250 to the general fund. Thank you. Utah, 11 votes. <laughs> I'm Sandy Rukinich. I am the delegate from Utah. The alternate is different. Her name is Anna Lee, A-U-N-I-L-I-E, Hathaway, H-A-T-H-A-W-A-Y. Thank you. Vermont, three votes. Vermont, delegate Tom Prank. Alternate, Jerry Doody, spelled like howdy, D-O-O-D-Y. <laughs> Virginia, two votes. Virginia, this is Doug Powell, president. I will be the delegate. And um, <laughs> Donna Browning will be our alternate. <laughs> Sounded like you weren't real sure. <laughs> Senior moment. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> You're entitled. Okay. Washington, 16 votes. Julie Brannon will be the delegate and Andy Arvidsson the alternate, and we're very proud to have 15 members in person. Woo! Mountain State, one vote. Hello, Mountain State Council of the Blind is proud to donate $100 toward the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk, $50 to the Braille Forum, and we had donated $50 toward shipping for that auction that we had a few weeks ago. Uh, and also, I am here with three first-timers from West Virginia, so welcome them. Anyway, <laughs> I am Donna Brown, the delegate, and our alternate delegate is Jackie Proctor on Zoom. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Okay, and if um, Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss through ACB families can be making their way to mics or opening up their Zoom rooms. Wisconsin, one vote. I am Kathy Hujek, proud to represent the state of Wisconsin. I am the delegate, and our alternate is our president, Peter Heidi, and we have 30% of our membership here in attendance. Thank you. All right. Guys, go. Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, six votes. Did anybody answer for Connecticut? No. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I got 924. This is Ellen Telker. I'm the delegate, and the alternate is Ellie Paulus. Great. Thank you, Ellen. 
Alta audio now unmuted. Mute. Currently unmuted. Alt plus A button. Hello. This is Suzanne Howell from Delaware. I'm the alternate delegate, and our delegate is our president, Deborah Trevino. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we have a Lions AABL. Yep, this is Doug Powell, president. Our delegate is Anicio Correa via Zoom, and our alternate is Danette Dixon via Zoom. Thank you. Uh, teachers, two votes. I'm Tabitha Brecky, and I will be the delegate via Zoom, and April Martin, who is also on Zoom, will be our alternate. Attorneys, two votes. <clears throat> For AAVIA, Steve Blow, I'm the delegate, and Dave Adams is the alternate delegate. Thank you. ACB Diabetics, five votes. Good evening, ACB. This is Terry Suarez, proud to have been selected the delegate. The alternate delegate is Veronica Elsie. She'll be attending via Zoom. We are the home of the Sugar Warriors, which are number one with over $8,000 raised. Woo! Let's give it a big woohoo! I'm waving a, a flag that was made with our custom t-shirts that helped on a cane. So give it a big woohoo! ACB families, four votes. I'm Carla Rushville. I'm president of ACB Families. People ask us all the time, who can be part of ACB Families? Everyone is part of a family, so everyone is welcome in ACB Families. I will be serving as the delegate for ACB Families, and the alternate is Lisa Brooks. Thank you. And if the rest of the special interest affiliates could be making their way to a mic or, or opening up their or unmuting. Government employees, one vote. Liz Botner, government employees, vice president. I will be serving as the delegate. Pat Sheehan is serving as the alternate delegate. This concludes my report. Thank you. Thank you. ACB Lions, four votes. Good evening. This is ACB Lions, the affiliate that roars. Our delegate will be Debbie Detheridge, and our alternate delegate is Rosanna Beaudry. Thank you. Yes, and I am here. All right, thank you. ACB Next Gen, three votes. Hi, this is Amanda Sound, president of ACB Next Generation. Can I get a big woohoo? <laughs> I know y'all can do better than that. Let's try it again. One, two, three. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Y'all act like you're happy to be here, okay? <laughs> I'm going to bring some attitude of gratitude 
as Maria Christage, our friend, said. So I am so thankful to be representing at this moment right now. I've waited for four years staying behind this mic to deliver a roll call. I did it on Zoom last year, so I'm super excited. Uh, this year, Joey Couch will be serving as our delegate. Cassie Trosper will be serving as our alternate delegate. And I am so excited that we now have 10 J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows and DKM first-timers in our affiliate combined. Get... Thank you, ACB. You go next, Jen. Wow. <laughs> ACB Radio Amateurs, one Hold vote. Muted, currently unmuted. Hello, I am Harvey Hagee, president of ACB Radio Amateurs. I will be serving as delegate. Marsha Moses will be serving as alternate delegate, both of us via Zoom. We are contributing $200 worth of door prize money, and we are also taking out an ad in the newspaper tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday, which we hope all of you will pay attention to. Thank you. Thank you, Harvey. ACB students, one vote. Hello. Okay. Here I go. Triple G. Okay. My name is Greg Wansnyder, and I'm proud to serve as your delegate for the American Council of Blind Students. My alternate delegate will be Malia Thibodeau, um, and... We are proud to welcome all the scholarship winners that we have in our midst today that hopefully will become active members in the American Council of Blind Students. We would like you to send all your students, that means all your students, um, into ACB uh, students. And uh, please send us money because um, <laughs> we need it to... Uh, to continue, yeah, because we're students. Um, we would love to partner with you, acbstudents.org. Please send money. Thank you. Well, what do you say after that? <laughs> Bits, seven votes. Good evening, Madam Secretary. I am Earlene Hughes, President. I am the delegate. And Diane Scalzi, our treasurer, is the alternate delegate. Thank you. <clears throat> Line Pride, four votes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anthony Corona. I will be your delegate. Our president, Leah Gardner, is the alternate. We have three J.P. Morgan Chase people, 17 people here live and in person, and you can send us money, too, by going to bpi.gay slash join. Happy Pride <laughs> Month, everyone. Braille Revival League, 11 votes. Hi, everyone. This is Jane Corona, treasurer of the Braille Revival League. I am the delegate via Zoom. Our alternate is Albert Anderson. And BRL would like to remind everyone that Braille gives feeling to words. 
CCLBI, 10 votes. Um, this is Patty Cox, and I will be the delegate, and Zelda Gebhardt will be the alternate delegate. She will be on Zoom. And we want everybody to come and have a great party, so grab your flapper dresses and your fedoras and come to our party on Tuesday night. Woo! Dance to the Charleston. Friends in Art, two votes. Hey, everybody, this is Annie Chapetta. Uh, I'm the alternate delegate and the newly, inect, newly elected president of Friends in Art. Uh, Mike Mandel will be our delegate. And we want money, too, friendsinart.org. Um, I hope you enjoyed the virtual showcase, and I hope you um, get down with the in-person showcase. Thank you. Thank you. Guide Dog users, 15 votes. Good evening, everyone, ACB family, and all of those hardworking guide dogs. Uh, this is Sarah Calhoun, president of GDY. I am the delegate. The alternate delegate is Dixie Sanderson, and GDY is donating $500 to ACB Media. Enjoy the convention, everyone. Thank you. IV, one vote. Independent visually impaired entrepreneurs, Artis Bazin, delegate, I'm president. Or no, I'm not a delegate, I'm president. But our delegates are Jeanette Gerard, and our alternate is Carla Hayes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll take money too. <laughs> <laughs> so will we up here. <laughs> Library users, seven votes. Judy Wilkinson, president for a few more days. I'm the delegate. The alternate is Leslie Tom. We are proud to be a Pearl sponsor, sponsoring the narrator who will be with us at a special Lua meeting Monday afternoon at 1. And don't forget to join us on Tuesday to meet with the NLS Deputy Director Jason Yasner and members of his staff. Thank you, Judy. RSVA, 17 votes. Randall Shepard, Vendors of America. Our president, Scott Egan, will be our delegate. And Artis Bazin will be our alternate delegate. And we invite you to purchase tickets for the comedian, the karaoke, and the casino night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Madam Chair, unless I've forgotten anybody, that completes the roll call. Kansas? Did I forget Kansas? Oh, they weren't here. Thank you. Now I've got to find them again.
All right. Kansas, three votes. Only one more time. Kansas, three votes. Miss, Miss, uh. Madam Chair, that completes the call of the roll. here whoops oh it came off that's not good <laughs> little repair job just a moment there we go I think we did it sort of Ray what smart remark are you making now back there no 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 you're not doing a good job I'm I, I think there's too much bias in that <laughs> all right thank you everyone and excellent job delegates and alternates at uh, coming through and working that out that was great we're gonna get a lot of practice with that this week. Our next report is the credentials report with credentials chair Ralph Smitherman. I'm good. Can you hear me? Yes, we're good. All right. I uh, want to thank Madam President for <clears throat> giving me the opportunity to present our final credentials report. Once again, I want to thank the affiliates and well, the state affiliates and the special interest affiliates for sending their information in to the national office. And I want to thank the ACB staff for their efforts on our behalf. And uh, once again, I want to thank the committee who did a great job. It's a pleasure to be chair of that committee. Uh, the members are Jane Corona, Denise Colley, Janelle Edwards, George Holliday, Sharon Lovering, Gene Mann, and Patrick Sheehan. So we met. There were no penalties uh, delivered this year. So keep getting those, keep getting your information in on time. The uh, AMMS program is working well for us. Having said all that, Madam President, I wish to make a motion, if you will allow. On behalf of the Credentials Committee, I make a motion that the affiliate votes verified by the secretary this evening, together with any amendments thereto, with all ACB, all ACB members certified by the record date May 19, 2023, shall constitute the voting body for ACB business sessions in 2023. Thank you. Doesn't require a second because the committee is making the recommendation. Is, all right. Let's see. Is there any discussion or questions? Hearing none, all in favor of accepting the report of the Credentials Committee? Say aye. Aye. All opposed? All right. So we will not need to take a Zoom count because we didn't have any opposition in the room, and so we should be good for that. Now, that brings us to the next exciting event of the evening. We're now down to the elections. And um, all of the officer positions are up for election. The first position that will be elected is the president because I am the 
a candidate for that position, I will be turning the meeting over to First Vice President Ray Campbell, who's had a lot of practice lately and is now ready for this big assignment of conducting the office uh, election of president. So, Ray? I'm a living example that practice doesn't always make perfect. <laughs> well, good evening, ACB. The nominating committee has placed in nomination the name of Deb Cook-Lewis from Washington State, who is retired for the position of president. I will call for nominations up to no, three times. And are there, are there any other nominations from the floor? Going second, are there any? We need, okay, do we have any hands in Zoom? We don't have any on the floor. For no a hands in Zoom. Thank you. For a second time, are there any other nominations for the office of president from the floor? None in the room. How about Zoom? None in Zoom. Thank you, Nancy and Chanel. And for a third and final time, are there any other nominations for the Office of President of the American Council of the Blind? Okay, we have a motion that nominations be closed and that Deb Cook-Lewis be elected by acclamation. Is there a second? Okay. 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 All in favor of that motion, please signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? If you're opposed, you have to do it. I'm learning from Deb. <laughs> uh, we do not need to take a Zoom vote because our, we had no opposition in the room. Therefore, Deb Cook-Lewis is the new president of the American Council of the Blind. Congratulations. She gets the interim off her title. Congratulations, Deb. Gotta bend it down here. What, one reason this is good is that I had a hard time spelling interim and I kept misspelling and it would show up on my misspelled words in the document. It's like, no, it's got an I there. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, ACB. I, I really appreciate this and I am very humbled and, and I wasn't sure if it would happen. So, um, I, I just thank you, and I will do the best I can for you. And I'm just jazzed to be on with it. So, um, yeah, let's get on. It's getting late. We want to have some more elections. Yes. Our second female president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. All right. All right. So the nominating committee um, has placed into nomination for, for first vice president the name of David Trott. Um, who, from Alabama, and uh, so he will not be treasuring for us anymore. David Trott has been placed into nomination. Are there any other nominations from the floor? And we will take nomination if, names from uh, Zoom and from the floor. Nothing. Okay, anything in Zoom, Chanel? Nothing in Zoom. Thank you very much. Are there any nominations from the floor or Zoom? Any in Zoom? Nothing in Zoom. Thank you. And for a third time, are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? 
Nothing in Zoom. All right. Okay, large number of people moving that nomination cease and David Trot be elected by acclamation. All those in favor? Aye. All right, any opposed? You know what happens if you do. We'd have, to, we'd have to suspend our rules for that because it's not the way we're supposed to do it. All right, congratulations, David Trot. Thank you. Thank you, Madam President. And ACB, you've, you've given me a lot of privileges over the year. You've allowed me to serve as your board member for several terms and to actually term out as treasurer. I think you voted me in as first vice president, so I quit begging for money, but you made a mistake there. <laughs> but know that, that Rhonda and I love ACB, and this is truly an honor for our family, and we thank you. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Moving right along. The nominating committee has placed the name of Ray Campbell from our host affiliate here in Illinois as the position for second vice president. Ray decided that three months of first vice president was just about enough. And he asks for your vote to complete his option on the second vice president. Are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? None in Zoom. Thank you very much. All right. Are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? None in Zoom. Thank you very much. And for a third time, are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? None in Zoom. All right. Someone has moved that nomination cease and that Ray Campbell be elected by acclamation. All in favor? And any opposed? All right, Ray, you get it what you asked for. Well, I guess you think this meek little farm kid from Winnebago County, Illinois, is doing a good job, huh? Well, thank, thank you, ACB. I, I am truly uh, honored and, uh, and um, you know, humbled, uh, humbled, and I look forward to working with uh, Deb and Dave and David and um, whoever else we put on the officer team. We'll just see how that all works out. But uh, uh, thanks very much, and um, uh, I look forward to... Uh, uh, this and this is just truly an honor to get my last term as uh, your second vice president in my home state of Illinois. So thanks so much. Yes, he wants to know if he can go off stage. I think he can go off stage. <laughs> Bye, Ray. <laughs> Don't leave the room, though. <laughs> oh, he said. <laughs> <laughs> He's headed for the bar. <laughs> All right. Okay. Our, the nominating committee has placed into nomination the name of Denise Colley for secretary. Um, are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom for secretary? There are none in Zoom. All right. None in the room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
I thought she said nine in the room. I was going, oh, no. Oh, we'll be here all night, folks. All right. For a second time, are there any hands in Zoom or in the room for secretary nominations? None in Zoom. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to clean my ears out. And for the third and final time, are there any nominations in Zoom or in the room for secretary? None in Zoom. <laughs> right. Very good. Okay, thank you. And do we have a nom- uh, vote to move to close? I didn't... Thank you. I was, yeah, I was just about to make you vote without getting your little thing there. Parliamentarian would kill me. All right. Um, all in favor, uh, it, has been, it has been moved that Denise Colley be elected uh, by acclamation to the Office of Secretary of ACB. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. And opposed? Okay, that's a hard job, so you really don't want to be opposed to that. <laughs> all right. Well, I just want to say thank you to all of you. It's my ACB family that got me through some really difficult times. And, um, you know, I, I think about our J.P. Morgan Chase um, winners who are le- learning and developing leadership skills. And I want to tell you, that really happens in this organization because um, – I, too, have felt very honored to serve in the various roles that I have as as your BOP chair, as your scholarship committee chair, on the board of directors, and then as your ACB secretary. And I just want to tell everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right. Yes. Thank you, Denise. Okay. Well, this is kind of fun. And it's not really hard, so I I like that. Okay, so the nominating committee has placed into nomination for the position of treasurer the name of Michael Garrett. Are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? Okay. No hands raised in Zoom. Thank you very much. All right, for a second time, are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? None in Zoom. All right, and for the third and final time, are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? Hold on, you can't quite do that yet. They have to verify. All right, zero in Zoom as well? Yes. Thank you very much. All right, now you can do it. All right, thank you there, Triple D. Okay, it has been moved that Michael Garrett be elected by acclamation to the position of treasurer for the American Council of the Blind. All in favor, say aye. Aye. And opposed? All right. Hey. I didn't realize we would have elections tonight, so I dressed for the occasion anyway. But, <laughs> but I, w- I want to thank you, ACB, for your confidence in me. I know I have some huge shoes to fill, and 
in stepping in at the position that David Trot has held. Uh, I hope my feet are big enough to walk like David. But, mm-hmm. but we'll both be asking for money, so <laughs> that's what uh-huh. treasurers do. But yes. again, thank you, ACB. I'm, I am deeply um, humbled, and I plan to try to serve this organization as I have for, for a number of years just because I love ACB. All right. Thank you, Michael. We're not done. Oh, man, now we get to have fun. Okay, so I told you um, several weeks ago that uh, Katie Frederick has chosen uh, not to seek another term or be appointed for another term um, as chair of the Board of Publications. Um, she's had many, many work commitments and other things with her new job, and it's just been a super challenge. She assures me she plans to continue to serve ACB in many ways and will be back on uh, committees and boards and whatever. She's not done. But she does need a little bit of a break because she does have a very demanding job. Uh, just her coming to the leadership conference, she had to make three trips in and out to, to do it because of the work commitment she had around it. So it's a, tough, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing being a working person. I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. Anyway, so this created, yeah, this created a, a, an opportunity on the Board of Publications for your new president to appoint a new chair. And I am appointing Penny Reader as chair of the Board of Publications. Penny has served on the Board of Publications for two full terms, actually two terms in a year, but but this will create one more term that Penny can serve um, in this position. And so she will be our Board of Publications chair for the next two years. And congratulations to Penny. Well-deserved. She's... She's really served the BOP. She's done our board summaries. She's been our secretary. She's, she's just worked really, really hard. So she definitely deserves this opportunity. And uh, she's very excited, I know. Penny, are you here? Yeah, do you want to say something? I just want to thank Deb for expressing confidence in me. You all know me. You all know that I believe in truth and information and in bringing along anyone who wants to write for us. And I look forward to serving you. I have some big shoes to fill, as Michael said. Uh, Katie and Ron and Denise and Paul and so many others. Thank you very much. All right. Now, just as a point of sort of clarification here, um, Dan reminded me to uh, remind you all that Kim Charlson will continue 
as our past president because Dan doesn't qualify for that right now. So uh, Kim will continue on in that, and I am so grateful for that because Kim has been just a wealth of experience and knowledge and calm in the storms and uh, just a very, very big asset to our board. So uh, I am so appreciative of that. Absolutely. In fact, I would be in a big panic if, if everybody said there was something else that had to happen. I don't know what it would be. But anyway, that's great. All right, so what this does, huh? Uh, so Cheryl, Cheryl Cummings is, our, is the other appointed member on the Board of Publications. But Penny's, Penny's, position, uh, Penny's position was an elected position, and that frees up an elected position which will be for a one-year term. So we are, when, uh, when I thought this might happen, uh, I offered that anyone who was interested could um, participate in the candidates' forums, and, uh, but that did not make those any, any kind of official candidates or whatever. So uh, uh, we now are opening nominations from the floor for a one-year term on the ACB Board of Publications. Are there any nominations from the floor? Yes. All right. I, who's asking for the floor? You'll have to go to a mic. And when you do nominate someone, please... Um, when that person accepts the nomination, we need to know if your speakers, because we will be having speeches now, so if your speakers are here in the room or are on Zoom, and if they are on Zoom, we'll have them raise their hand so Chanel can find them, and if they're in the room, they can raise their hand so our room spotters can find them. So who, who is asking for the floor? Uh, good evening. It's Anthony Corona again. Anthony Corona again. And I am nominating Jeff Bishop for the BOP seat. His speakers are here. All right. Thank you. And who? And uh, Jeff, are you accepting? Jeff should be in Zoom. Uh, he is call. not in Zoom. Hmm. Hold on, guys. Uh, I've been asked to patch in the Jeff Bishop by Clubhouse. Um, so can you guys give me just a Sure, sure. We can, it. yeah. So we'll, we'll come back to Jeff in a second. Are there any other nominations from the floor? I'll let you know when um, everybody's patched in. Oh, are you, is he patched? No, not no. yet. Okay. I'm working okay. on it right okay, now. Okay, thanks. Sorry. All right. Um, are there any other nominations from the floor? Madam President, this is Edward Shaham. Mm -hmm. And I have decided... Um, after the second candidates forum that I was involved in, that Jeff and I's, uh, Jeff Bishop's position and mine are more similar than not, so I have decided uh, to not run. So I just wanted to make that announcement right. because I was in the candidates forum. Yeah, okay, and I thank think you it's for that. Ethical. All so right. Thank you, Madam President, mm -hmm. and thank you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you for that, Edward. That, yes, that's helpful to clear up. All right. Are there any other nominations from the floor? Madam President. Yes. Peter Heidi from Wisconsin. Peter, are you on a mic? I don't think you are. I thought I was on a mic. Now you are. That's okay. better. Thank I'm you. And Jeff, you should now be patched in, and you can be hearable both on Zoom and on the stream. All right. Let's, let's finish with Peter first. Mm -hmm. Peter? I'd like to place a nomination, Albert Anderson from Illinois. 
Albert Anderson from Illinois. Albert, do you accept the nomination? Where is Albert? Albert, speak up. Yeah, I think he's working on it. Yeah. Meanwhile, while he's uh, getting to a mic, uh, Jeff, are you accepting the nomination? I am. And where are Oh, and you're loud. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. Where, uh, where are your speakers? Are they here or are they going to be in Zoom? They should be. Uh, I believe Katie is there. Uh, it's Brian Charlson, my first speaker, and Katie Frederick, second. All right. We've seen Brian lately. Um, Brian and Katie, are you both here? Yes. Katie's here. Brian, are you still here? We, we don't think Brian's here, Jeff. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was here earlier. He was. Yeah. yeah, I'd have put money on that he was here, but Nancy does not see him. Somebody said... Okay. Anthony said he would speak for you. All right. Uh, is that, All right, is that acceptable? All right. Sure. Uh, Albert, that is acceptable. okay. Let's, Madam, let, let's work with Albert. Yes? Madam President, uh, I deeply appreciate being nominated for the one-year uh, position on the Board of Publications. However, um, at this point, I haven't uh, any, any uh, one to second the nomination, and but as a long-time member of and participant in ACB, I uh, give you all my greatest loyalty and respectfully decline nomination. Okay, thank you very much. Just to remind you all, if you're nominating someone, please make sure that they do want to accept the nomination because that does save us some time. Um, all right, so uh, we have currently in, in nomination the name of Jeff Bishop. Are there other nominations from the floor? Are there any hands on the floor or in Zoom? Oh, well, we do have uh, Brian Charlson who oh, raised we have Brian. Hand, I assume, All right, we have Jeff, Brian so. in Zoom. So we'll take Brian and... Uh, since he was the original, so, so you'll be the second speaker then, Brian, for, for Jeff. So hang on for that. If we, need, if, we need, if we need them, yeah. All right, so back to my first question. This is so hard now. <laughs> All right, uh, are there any other nominations from the floor? This is the third and final time. Wait, wait, I, we have to wait till I have the report. You can't. You can't do that. None in Zoom. Thank you. Any on the floor? Zero in the room. All right. Now you can do that. All right. Several people have said that the nominations should cease and that Jeff Bishop should be elected to the Board of Publications by acclamation. All in favor of doing so, say aye. Aye. All opposed. All right. Jeff. First of all, I want to I thank everyone so very much for the opportunity to serve on the Board of Publications. You know, ACB Media has been something that um, definitely I, I have a, a strong passion for and, and also to ensure that we all have an equal 
voice within this organization throughout our publications. And I also want to thank each and every one of you for the opportunity of serving for the last eight years on the ACB Board of Directors. It has been uh, just a monumental uh, occasion for me to do that. And um, it's, it's allowed me to um, grow in my career, both professionally and personally. And uh, I thank each and every one of you for having the faith in me to be able to continue to serve in this organization, as well as just, just I, I can't thank you more than enough. So All thank right. you very much. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff. And congratulations. Okay, now that creates another one. <laughs> All right, so now Jeff has one, had one year left on his board of directors position. And so we will now be taking nominations from the floor for one year board position formerly held by Jeff Bishop. Nominations are now open. Are there any nominations from the floor? We have one in Zoom. All right. And that is? And that is Sheila Young. Sheila? Good evening, Madam President. I would like to nominate Cecily Laney Nipper to fill this position of, on the right. Board of Directors. She, lives in, she lives, currently <laughs> lives in Georgia and is president of the Georgia Council of the Blind and has a... Yeah, you don't. You can't give your speech yeah. now. Just, <laughs> but anyway, nomination so is like good enough. I would like to nominate her. Yeah, all right. That's fine. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Do I need a second for that? I haven't been getting any seconds for these. Yeah. It looked like there was a rousing second going on here. I'm not too worried. All right. So are there any other nominations from the floor? If there are any. Cecily, do you accept? I think you do. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Very good. All right. I thought so, actually. Very good. All right. Now, are there any other nominations from the floor or in Zoom for the one-year board position? There are no hands in Zoom. Okay. Uh, For the second time, are there any nominations from the floor or in Zoom? There are no hands in Zoom. Thank you. And for the third and final time, are there any additional nominations from the floor or in Zoom? No hands in Zoom. All right. Now I'll take that. You guys are too quick. All right. All right, it has been moved that nominations be closed and that Cecily Laney Nipper be elected to the Board of Directors of the American Council of the Blind second. by acclamation. Second. And you don't have to second it. And thank you. And all in favor, say aye. Aye. And any opposed? Uh, <laughs> all right, Cecily Laney Nipper. fun. I like this. I want to thank you all so much for your faith and confidence in me, and I look forward to the opportunity to fill this one year and serve each and every one of you. My door is always open, and thank you very much. All right. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's great. I've run out of elections. 
but I've not quite run out of business. So, yeah, that's the way it goes. We're, I think we're almost done, though. You're ready for the resolution. Yes. All right. So now I, um, I, I want to talk to you about uh, where we are with resolution uh, 2023-16, which is the resolution that we took up on a Friday uh, as our last um, uh, matter of business. Um, at that time, the, there was an amendment proposed by uh, Connie, um, and that amendment uh, passed the hands vote, and then a record vote was requested. So that record vote is scheduled to happen tomorrow for the individual vote, and Monday, and Monday for the um, delegate vote. Now, what we tried to do or attempted to do and, and actually talked through with people was whether or not um, the, the voting task force wasn't entirely certain, although our standing rules did not prohibit, uh, I mean, did not permit us to have any more amendments on an amended, after a record vote on a resolution. They, they weren't sure if the language was as clear as it could be. So in case it was not, they did convene uh, the parties making the original resolution and the parties um, who were involved in the amendment, and they did craft uh, some compromise language. But meanwhile, um, in talking with our parliamentarian and also um, in, with her um, expertise around Robert's Rules of Order and her evaluation of our standing rules, she felt that um, we really uh, were um, required to accept um, the record vote as the final vote on that amendment. That does not prohibit us from going back. We would then have to go back to the either the past amendment, which becomes a new resolution, or the if the amendment fails in record vote, it would be the original resolution, and we could, in fact, um, amend the whereas clauses. We just could not re-amend the resolve clauses. Where we left things on Friday was that the only proposal to consider um, amending the whereas clauses were at that, was at that time withdrawn, it could be introduced again. So where we are now is that we will be having the record vote as requested on the amendment by Connie. And by the agreement that we made earlier in the week um, regarding the reading of things that would t were taking a while to get past because of our re long recess, uh, this evening we will have the reading of the amended um, resolute the amendment that Connie put forward, um, what we actually need to have, and I'm not sure we have in the pre-recorded material, but what we really need to read is the um, original resolution and then the amended language because it's the amended language that we're actually voting on. So I'm not sure, Rick, if you only have the amendment, we may need to ask Nancy Becker to read the original. Deb, I believe we have uh, the Both. original and the amendment. Yeah, okay. I th yeah. So, um, so what I would like to have is both 
um, read now for the membership. Resolution 2023-16 ACV REP and OT certification submitted by Michael Byington and others, whereas the Academy for Certification of Vision, Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP was established in order to enhance the stature and recognition of the highly specialized professional disciplines in the field of blindness and visual impairment. And, whereas, ACVREP's role is to ensure that available certification options and the particular requirements for specific practices reflect and preserve consensus concerning the need for and value of specialized services provided by properly prepared professionals. And, whereas, it is essential for ACVREP to embrace a continuum of specialized services without certifying practitioners who are not primarily involved in serving people with vision loss. And, whereas, without consultation from the American Council of the Blind, ACB, and other stakeholders, ACVREP recently announced determination to establish a new certification open only to occupational therapists. OTs, who acquire vision-related training to provide specialized services, and, whereas, if this certification effort is to continue, ACVREP should demonstrate a compelling justification for this additional certification. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the American Council of the Blind, in convention assembled that, this organization calls upon the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act to suspend any further development of a new OT certification until further input is sought from stakeholders in order to determine whether such a certification is indeed in the best interests of the overall field of specialized services for the blind and visually impaired. End of Resolution 2023-16 Resolution 2023-16 ACVREP and OT Certification Amendment to the resolution submitted by Connie Sims and others. Now, therefore, be it resolved, American Council of the Blind will have the Executive Director write a letter with ACB Board approval to ACVREP, expressing our profound objection and disappointment that ACVREP is moving forward with this certification and training without having offered a formal invitation for ACB and all stakeholders to participate in their stakeholder listening process. And, be it further resolved that, this organization calls upon the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act in meaningfully and engaging dialogue with ACB and all stakeholders in any further development of the new OT training and certification. Resolución 2023-16, ACVREP y Certificación para Terapeutas Ocupacionales, presentada por Michael Byington y otros por cuanto la Academy for Certification of Vision, Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, Academia para la Certificación de Profesionales de la Educación y Rehabilitación de la Visión, ACWREP, se estableció con el fin de destacar la importancia y mejorar el reconocimiento de las disciplinas profesionales altamente especializadas en el campo de la ceguera y la discapacidad visual. Y por cuanto la función de la ACWREP es asegurar que las opciones de certificación disponibles y los requisitos particulares para prácticas específicas reflejen y mantengan el consenso sobre la necesidad y el valor de los servicios especializados proporcionados por profesionales debidamente preparados y por cuanto es fundamental que la ACWREP adopte un espectro de servicios especializados 
sin certificar a profesionales que no se dediquen principalmente a atender a personas con pérdida de la visión, y por cuanto, sin consultar al American Council of the Blind, ACB, y otras partes interesadas, la ACWREP anunció recientemente su decisión de establecer una nueva certificación abierta solo a terapeutas ocupacionales que adquieran capacitación relacionada con la visión para brindar servicios especializados. Y por cuanto, si esta iniciativa de certificación prospera, la ACBREP debería demostrar una justificación convincente para esta certificación adicional. El American Council of the Blind, reunido en convención, resuelve que esta organización solicite al personal y a la junta de la ACWREP que tome medidas formales para suspender el desarrollo de una nueva certificación para terapeutas ocupacionales hasta consultar en mayor profundidad a las partes interesadas para poder determinar si dicha certificación conviene a los intereses del campo general de servicios especializados para personas ciegas y con discapacidades visuales. Fin de la resolución 2023-16 Resolución 2023-16 ACWREP y Certificación para Terapeutas Ocupacionales Enmienda de la resolución presentada por Connie Sims y otros. Ahora, por tanto, sea resuelto que el American Council of the Blind, hágale, el director ejecutivo a escribir una carta con la aprobación de la Junta de ACB a ACWIMBREP, expresando nuestra objeción profunda y decepción que ACWIMBREP está procediendo con esta certificación y formación sin haber ofrecido una invitación formal para ACB y todas las partes interesadas de participar en el proceso auditivo de las partes interesadas. Y sea resuelto además que esta organización pida al personal y la junta de ACWREP para actuar formalmente en diálogo significativamente y atrayente con ACB y todas las partes interesadas con cualquier futuro desarrollo de la nueva formación y certificación para terapeutas ocupacionales. There will be no discussion of this because that has already taken place. We're prepared for the record vote. Uh, we will need to send, I don't think we sent those out to, with today's packet, so we need to send those out uh, with um, the next, with the packet for in the morning so that people can see them again as well, if that can be added to the packet. And then tomorrow we will be having the um, uh, individual vote on the amendment. And um, that will take place in the afternoon from what time? What time, Nancy, does the individual vote take place? Two, two to six central time tomorrow. And then Monday morning in our uh, session, just after our uh, corporate sponsors, etc., we will be having our roll call vote, which will just be on the amendment because we don't have any elections, contested elections to vote in there. Yeah, so it'll be a little easier for our delegates and candidates who I know who have been worried about this. All right. Madam um, President? Madam yes, President? Yes. I, I'd just like uh, to let everybody know that um, as of about an hour after tonight's session, uh, the resolutions, the original and the amendment, will be running on ACB Media 10 on the half hour. Okay. 
So the half hour of every hour, you'll be able to hear those, those amendments on Media 10, and they will also be available on podcast. All right. Okay. And then Nancy and Dan, I'm just checking with you. Is there going to be any problem with sending these out in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we need to work this out. It should be. I mean, we we have them, so it shouldn't be. We will. Yeah. Before the voting is my concern. Yeah. Yeah. So that people can make sure they read them because they will not be printed in full in the voting because the voting doesn't have room for that. All right. I do not have any further business. Is there any further business to come before the body this evening? Recess. It's recess. We're not adjourning. We're not done. Yeah. We, will, we will be in recess until Monday morning. There will be a, a few changes in the agenda because we will be um, potentially uh, debating the main resolution on Monday. We may be running late. There are no lunches uh, on Monday, so it is the perfect day for this, um, people would be able to more readily stay. So, but we will move through. As, if we do as well as we did tonight, we should make it. So I declare us in recess until Monday morning. A logo, ACB, in print and braille. American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future.